Get ready, it's time for Motorsports Madness, powered by the staff at Race Chaser Online. Your motorsports, your way, every day. And now, here's your host, Jacob Seelman. Oh, hi. That's you. That's me. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. This is where we start talking and tell you that we have a lot to tell you tonight. Yes, we certainly <laughs> there do. There is a ton of things going on, and it starts with two special guests that are going to be joining us. Uh, well, I guess before we tell you about them, we should tell you about us. I'm Jacob Seelman. He's Tom Baker. Chris Murdoch and Randy Miller are hiding behind the glass back where you can't see them off camera. In the tech shed. Yes, the tech shed. Or the you know pit road, whatever you want to call it. Anyway... We have two special guests coming up tonight. One is going to be joining us on the strutmasters.com hotline in, well, just a couple of minutes. As a matter of fact, NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series driver Ben Rhodes, as we go into our month-long spring break for the Truck Series, going to be joining us to talk about his thoughts after five races of the Truck Series this season. And later in the second half of our show... Well, we're going to be joined by NASCAR K&M Pro Series East driver, Chase Cabry, who's going to be running at the last great Coliseum this weekend. Otherwise known as Bristol. It's Bristol, baby. Absolutely right. And all of that, shockingly, was overshadowed today by a big piece of news where I get to do breaking news because... yes. In sadness to some and apparently not sadness to others if social media is to be believed, Fox announcing today that Daryl Waltrip retiring from the broadcast team following the conclusion of their coverage at Sonoma Raceway in June. We kind of came to expect this earlier in the week when rumors and one rather scathing column surfaced, Tom. In about 30 seconds... We kind of figured it, but gosh, all you can do is just look back at DW's history and go, thanks for the memories, man. Well, and you know what? That's exactly how I feel about Daryl Waltrip, and I know that we don't have a lot of time in this segment, so I'm kind of going to save a lot of my detail for Mm -hmm. a little bit later on in this first hour. But, um, you know, I feel like DW deserves to be sent off with the proper amount of respect for what he's given to the sport and accomplished in the sport, not only as a driver, right, but as a, a team owner and a broadcaster and a good friend to a whole lot of people. Absolutely right. With that, we're going to step aside, take our first break. Ben Rhodes on the other side of this here on Motorsports Madness. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) 
It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, I'm Ben Rhodes, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. Well, we, we hope he doesn't have to walk 500 miles in his next start. <laughs> no, that would be bad. It's not really, that would not not be really good. the idea. I don't think he's supposed <laughs> no, to race. Exactly. Have a truck. Welcome back to Motorsports Badness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. That was Ben Rhodes, and on the strutmasters.com hotline right now, this is also Ben Rhodes. I'm Jacob Seelman. He's Tom Baker. And that guy, Ben Rhodes, is joining us now. And uh, we're glad to have you back, Ben, because it's been a little while. And, you know, it's not been a bad start to the season for you. I would imagine there's a lot to be happy about up there in Sandusky. There is. There's a lot to be happy about. But, you know, there's a lot of work to be done at the same time. I guess if there was a break in our schedule... This was about the perfect time for it because uh, right now we've got all of our trucks in the basement here at, the, at, at Thor Sport Racing. We're getting all of our F-150s are having new bodies put on them, and our fleet of trucks is going to be ready to rock and roll once the summer months hit. So before we dig into talking about what happened in the first five races, I want to backtrack to what Tom and I were talking about in the opening segment and get your thoughts on the announcement from Fox today that Daryl Waltrip's retiring at the uh, the end of the Fox stretch this season because, you know, from your standpoint and my standpoint, Daryl was a voice that we grew up listening to. Oh, yeah. No, it's just like you said. I grew up listening to Daryl. He kind of you know, he was the one that kind of molded people's thoughts and opinions because they're the voice that they hear when they're watching the race. So it's good. Uh, look, Daryl's a legend of the sport, right? But, you know, I think change is, is a good thing. I think change is good in anything that you do. And I'm excited to see what the next phase of, of the sport's going to be on the broadcast size. And, and then we have a lot of big changes that are coming on into the sport just here with the schedules uh, for a start and then 2021 2022 
you know, down the road, I know there's a lot of really big changes in the pipeline. So there's a lot going on for the sport, a lot to be excited about. And this is one of the changes along the way. But, I mean, Daryl's a legend. Like you said, I grew up listening to him. I I want you to go ahead and funnel. You you brought it up so we didn't have to. What were your initial thoughts this week on the schedule announcement? Because, goodness, uh, with the truck series going back to Richmond next year, Xfinity to Martinsville, especially from your shoes on the truck side, it looks like there's a ton of things to to look forward to. Yeah, look, I'm... I think they're doing a really good job for, for what they have right now. From my understanding, I could be wrong here, but from what I understand, the schedule can't be shaken up a whole lot until 2021. Correct. Is, yep. is that correct? Yeah, the, yeah. the contract so, with the tracks for what they're prevents doing. that. Yeah, so, I mean, for what they have, what they have to work with right now, I think they're doing a phenomenal job. And they're They're finding excitement within, you know, the tracks that they're working with, and they're putting the tracks at different spots in the schedule that are just going to create excitement. I mean, our playoffs next year are going to be wild. I mean, just oh, absolutely yeah. wild. All of those short tracks, Talladega, road course. I mean, some of our most difficult racetracks are in the playoffs. Well, and and the other change that I thought was fun um, was the idea of doing the – I mean, Pocono is going to be a veritable buffet – you know, you've got Arca, you've got Trucks, you've got Cup, you've got Xfinity, then you got Cup. Uh, so you got five races in one weekend for basically one ticket price. That's pretty incredible, honestly. Yeah, if there was a racetrack that could hold all those people, that, that would be Pocono. The infield's yes. huge. I get lost there. So I, I can <laughs> definitely see why. You know, that's that's a facility that can definitely take it. Um, but, you know, something that I, I really thought was neat, too, was changing up the, the – championship four race if, mm-hmm. if yeah. this playoff format is something that we're truly going to stick with and we're gonna you know make the deciding factor for a champion i agree with probably the popular opinion right now which is it definitely needs to be different every single year it's going to be very strange going to homestead in march <laughs> like does the season end now like <laughs> well it's gonna be it's gonna be weird right and, and you're a young kid so you can relate to the potential for difficulty here when you mix spring break uh, at my, in Miami Beach with the NASCAR crowd. Like, you can see the potential for excitement <laughs> here, right? What, what are you getting at, Tom? <laughs> I'm going to be at the racetrack all in one piece. <laughs> well, yes, but there are going to be a lot more of you who aren't at the racetrack and may, be, may you know, maybe in two or three pieces uh. at times. Um <laughs> So, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how that all plays out, Jacob. I, yeah, I don't know about the whole spring break mixing with NASCAR. That just now seems we'll like see. We'll it's see. certainly going to be fun to watch. I, I want to circle back to, to Thorsport because I know, Ben, you've been spending some time up there in the shop. What's What's been the atmosphere like after these first five races for you guys and, and throughout the team? Because it, se- you know, it seems like even though maybe you haven't checked every single box you wanted to, that there has been a lot of optimism and certainly i feel like texas showed that you guys have a lot of speed yeah you know we definitely we definitely have speed and that's that's something that makes everybody happy on the team right but the one thing that we we haven't been enjoying is just some of the wrecked trucks we have and i i think that some of that's a product of the the environment the racing you know daytona that's just Mm -hmm. a product of daytona so you can expect a wrecked truck there we got out of martinsville and the truck was the best i've ever had leaving there i mean Heck, we almost didn't even have to replace the rear bumper. 
it was actually pretty amazing. And then you go somewhere like Las Vegas, we got hooked in the right rear into the wall. Texas, where you know, I had an easy top five going. I think we could have got second to Bush and maybe even challenged Bush for the win and got it from him. But we ended up colliding with Brett Moffat there, and uh, then that sends us to 10th place, and now we got to fix that truck. So we're a little frustrating. I don't think the crew members are frustrated about it. I mm-hmm. think they're all very happy and really good spirits, which is great. That's that's how they need to be. Sure. But I'm really mad about it and the fact that we should have better finishes than what we do. It, it sounds like a broken record, really, because it just seems like it's the story of every single season, and it's like, what do you do to, to fix it? But I look back at these races, and I talk to TJ Majors, my spotter, and he's like, man – I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't know what you could have done differently there. Like, I wouldn't have told you to do anything differently. Like, you did what you had to do. I just don't know why it's not working out. So, we'll see. I think everybody is in very high spirits. The crew chiefs, everybody's working late when they don't even need to. Just because they're thrilled. They can't wait to get mm-hmm. to the track. They just, they want to, they want to win. They're determined. And they don't, they don't even have to work late right now. Like, everything is, is so far ahead that, uh, you know, they're just, they're just excited. And that's, cool to see as a driver with the way the schedule's shaken up next year it kind of erases somewhat the the month-long break that you guys have had that some people have complained about in the past or are you a fan of this break in in the situation that you're in right now or would you rather have more races during this early part of the season see that's tough a lot of the guys that can complain and i've complained in the past myself are the ones that have other rides outside of the NASCAR series mm-hmm. to race in the off season. Well, you know, for the past, what, several years, I mean, really all I've ever done is race in NASCAR. So yeah. if NASCAR's not racing, I don't have anything to race. So, I mean, the, the season's supposed to end on, like, November 6th next year. Well, what am I going to do from November to February? Like, it, almost a month, you know, half a month sooner, it... it I'm glad they took out some of the gaps because it's easier to get into a rhythm. But at the same time, I look on the backside and say, well, that's just a longer time I've got to wait to get into the truck until next year. So it's a double-edged sword. Um, it really is. But I, I can really appreciate being in the truck back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. It makes it nice to get into a rhythm once you start racing with your team, especially when you have a new crew like I do. Tom, you're looking at me like you have an idea. Oh, I've got a great <laughs> idea. Here's what you need to do, Ben. I can solve your problem in a hurry. You get yourself a midget. And you start running the indoor shows over the winter. That go run the chili bowl. You need to get I you back like on dirt. Idea. I would love to do that. I would love to. I think that would be awesome. Of course, you could get yourself a go kart and come and run the the uh, Batesville race again. Didn't he do that when he was like ten? Yeah, love to have you back. I at did. The, uh, and I, and I, I did. Crazy. Some of the best memories I've ever had in racing is right there in Batesville. That's where I met Ben. I would love to do midget racing. I, I really would. I just got to find a way into that type of sport because it's. It's so different. It's all different mm-hmm. people. Uh, basically, the people that have been in NASCAR that I've got to know through NASCAR are the ones that would be my contacts to try to get in on that side. But i got to admit, I would probably want to run a big track before I did indoors because that's a little intimidating for your first race. <laughs> really so here's a hint. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Ben mull this when we go to break, and we'll talk to him more on the other side. But your, your hint for anything in the midget world, go ask Christopher Bell, go yeah. ask Kyle Larson. Exactly. That's an easy way to solve that. We're going to keep Ben on the strutmasters.com <laughs> hotline for a couple minutes and uh, take part of our next segment with him as well. But we got to do a little bit of business first, and we'll be back with more of the show right after this. This is Motorsports Matter. And is powered by mycomputercareer.edu. We continue in just a moment. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, is a lung disease that robs people of their ability to breathe. As many as 24 million Americans suffer from COPD, also known as chronic bronchitis or emphysema, and half of them don't know they have the disease. If you or someone you love is over 35 and has smoked more than 100 cigarettes in their lifetime, visit driveforcopd.org and take the screener, then take that to your doctor. I'm Jeff Stoltz, and I drive for COPD. Hi, I'm Matt Tift, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Huh. So, speaking of spring break music and other things, uh, well, 
there you go, trombones. Trombones. And so Gotta have trombones. Yeah, we, we were talking about Miami in March, which is going to happen in 2020 in our last segment. So yeah. there's appropriate music. Anyway, Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, this is Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, which we'll tell you about a little later. Randy Miller and Chris Murdoch are behind the proverbial glass. And on the strutmasters.com hotline with us for a couple more minutes is NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series driver Ben Rhodes, who is... Is uh, pilot of the number 99 Ford F-150 for Sport Racing. And I-, I was thinking about this during the break, Ben, because obviously Sport has been through a lot in the, the several seasons now that you've been with them. How do you feel like the team is, is positioned this year compared to some of your previous years at Thorsport? Do you feel like the team's in as good a position as it's been? I mean, especially with Johnny coming back into the fold now, it seems like you guys are, are primed for some pretty big things. Yeah, to be quite honest with you, this is since I've been at Thorsport, this is the best position we've been in. And I mean, if you look at it, my first year was 2016. That's when they had the fire. And you can be fully recovered from the fire back in your building. Everything's back to normal operation. But some of those resources, like the trucks, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting rebuilt, it may have gotten backed up at that time. And it just takes a while to get them rebuilt. So then we get all caught up. And by the end of 2017, and then all of a sudden we switch over to Ford. And That's true. Which has been yeah. an amazing switch. I'm I'm thrilled to be a part of the Ford family. Like we've picked up speed. We've been doing a lot better on the track, but at the race shop, we've been backed up again because now we're switching all the trucks over, and it's it's quite the process to change manufacturers. I mean, it it was big. So this is the most caught up we've been since I've been here, and uh, it's one of those things where you can just say, "Whew!" Like we can we can breathe now, but. We really can't. We, we've got April now where we have to work pretty hard to yeah. get ahead and, and get prepared to these summer months because once, once May gets here, it's nonstop. Well, that's one reason why I always wonder about, you know, this whole long break. It's like uh, on one hand, you just get started and kind of get in a rhythm, and then you got three or four weeks off. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, you say, well, at the end of that, you've got a very long summer stretch. Yeah, you got a good point. I, I didn't really take that into consideration either. We might have to, sh- you know, up our uh, up our shop help a little bit just to accommodate having no breaks in the season. Because to be quite honest with you, the the breaks in the season really allow these teams to take a breather, yeah. allow you mm-hmm. know the crew guys to see their families and their their kids, and you know have basically a little bit of a normal life where you work the normal hours because. Once the race season hits, you're working at the racetrack, you come back, you're working at the shop during the week, and it's just not normal hours. I mean, you're, you're right. putting your heart and soul into it, and it's all day long. So it's, it's tough. Having that break is almost a necessary evil in some cases. For you, going forward, we're obviously going to be hitting some tracks that uh, are particularly good to you or have been good to you in the past what are you most looking forward to this next month or two of the season and do you feel like you know if if you can ever get a little luck back on your side of another victory is close (laughs) man if i don't win at kansas this year and we are as close as i've been for the past three years i'm gonna i'm gonna be so mad (laughs) you look at 2016 trying to pass Johnny for the last lap there, coming to the checkered. We got in a, a wreck. 2017, I was leading over Kyle Busch, like five laps to go, the engine dies. In 2018, 
we were passing from like 14th, got up to like second or first, trying to challenge for the lead, and the engine dies. So this year, um, we'll see what happens. Last year, of course, with Ilmore, and the year before that, you know, that was uh, that was on on a uh, Toyota motor, but we had a bolt go through the radiator, so it just destroyed the engine, just went right through the radiator like a gunshot. And so literally, like, no fault of anybody's, just bad luck. Like, we had bad parts batch uh, last year. Now, uh, I don't know. I'm shaking my head in disbelief mm-hmm. how, how crazy it's been there at Kansas. But we've had speed. We should we should be a, a couple wins now, I would think. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it's obviously been a track that's been good and yet at the same time cruel to you over the past couple years so I can understand the motivations there before we let you go Ben I know a lot of people and and sponsor partners go into making this possible who all do you need to thank yeah you know absolutely I I think the biggest thanks goes out to uh, Carolina Nut and Thor Sport Racing and and, and Ford Performance those guys are uh, those guys are the ones that make it happen you know Ford gives us a lot of speed they give us a ton of help and Obviously, Carolina Nut and, and Thor Sport Racing are the ones that are flipping the bills. So um, without all those partners, I, I wouldn't even be right here talking to you guys right now and, and talking about our season. So very thankful for this year. This season's been a blessing for me. And uh, so far, so good. We've had good performances, man. We're just uh, we're going to put it all together. And you watch. We're going to have some good wins this year. Well, I've always said that when you start winning, you're not going to stop for a while. And, you know, I feel like there's that kind of a streak coming for you. I hope. I, I really do. The team is getting stronger as a whole. You know, Johnny coming on board, having a lot of speed over at GMS. They've really been helping out our program as well. Crafton's been around forever. He's he's a huge help. And I just feel like the, the lineup of drivers at Thor Sport is as stout as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. And I think that bowls well for the season. I think everybody, I think that's why you see Thor Sport so strong in yeah. these races so far this year. Absolutely. Well, uh, Ben, we appreciate you taking some time out of the schedule to jump back on with us, and we hope that uh, it doesn't take as long as it has to get you back on. We'll look forward to getting you on here again soon. All righty. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ben. That's Ben Rhodes, driver of the number 99 Ford F-150 for Thor Sport Racing, and uh, certainly, Tom, you can hear the optimism in his voice. And, yeah, I, everybody at Thor Sport, from Ben to Grant Enfinger to Myatt's not Myatt's only a part-timer, everybody has been quick to point out how big the addition of Johnny Sauter has been to that organization in helping, you know, hopefully propel them back up another level to really where they were a few years ago when Matt Crafton had back-to-back championships and you talked about Thor Sport in the same breath as KBM, and I feel like they are working back towards that. Oh, I agree. Um, you know, it's funny because Justin Sullivan in our chat pointing out that, uh, you know, well, look, all he has to do is beat Kyle Busch. That's easy enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's it's kind of a deal where, you know, I think Ben, and I feel, you know, it's just like what I said, I feel like, when Ben starts winning and finally yes. gets over that, and I, and I know he's won before, but right. there's going to be that moment when, even if just for a little while, Ben becomes the hot hand. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, he's just everything he's ever raced before. That's kind of been what's happened. And, you know, the truck series, I feel like this year is more competitive yes. than it's ever been. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, it's good to, uh, good to see Ben doing well and good to see right. that Thor Sport team doing well. So I'll, I'll tell you what I'm envisioning happening for Kansas because let's keep in mind there is no Kyle Busch in the truck series field at Kansas. He only has right. one truck race left this year. 
and it is Charlotte. So I'm envisioning a Ben Rhodes versus Stuart Friesen throwdown for the win at Kansas Speedway Boy, that would be in fun. May because yeah. both Ben and Stuart have been excruciatingly close to victory at Kansas and really on several of the intermediate mile-and-a-half style racetracks over the past year or two. So I'm thinking those two and probably, of course, Johnny Sauter are going to be the guys to beat when you get to Kansas here in four weeks' time. But, of course, the Truck Series does have a month off yep. before we get back to Kansas to race once again. So in the meantime, we have a few minutes left in this segment, and then we have a nice long segment to expound on our discussion. But let's circle back to the uh, top story of the day, of course, Daryl Waltrip's yes. impending retirement from the Fox broadcast booth. Obviously, DW came in at the same time Fox did in 2001. He was right out of the driver's seat at that point. And really, Tom, I feel like this whole Fox crew, you know, when you look at the the original Fox crew before Gordon came into it, mm-hmm. you know, Mike Joy, Larry McReynolds, Daryl Waltrip, that was really, they were really a steadying group through a time in 01, you know, we we all know the story of yep. that season. A st- you know this was a right steadying, off the bat. steadying force yep. through a very tumultuous time at there at the turn of the new millennium. And you know somebody said Daryl really has been the face and the voice of what I would call Fox NASCAR coverage for the better part of two decades now. And I can't necessarily disagree with that. Well, here's the thing: people forget that Daryl Waltrip, before there was Fox Sports. Daryl Waltrip was a was on other broadcasts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whether it was Bush series or whatever. He'd already had experience. Right. And he was a part of the Nashville Now show on TNN a number of times, both as a guest and even as a filling host for Doug Emery. Mm-hmm. So he came in with some experience. And the other thing is when you think about that first race and think about, you know, what happened with Dale. You know, you had Larry Mack, former crew chief, and yeah. you had Daryl, who's known Dale for years. So you had a situation where those two, I think, understood probably better than any of us the right. gravity of what what that was going to mean for the sport. And I feel like over those next several races, as you had the sort of miraculous finishes that we had, you know, those two and their commentary, and of course, Mike Joy as well, right. really carried us and transitioned us all the way through that. I agree. With a lot of dignity and grace. And, you know, that's why it bothers me, the, the criticism that Daryl's drawing right now. It's like, just unnecessary. Whether you right. like his style or not, you know, wish him well in his retirement and thank him for the time that he spent giving to the sport, mm-hmm. you know. So with that, we're going to go ahead and step aside, and when we return, we can, of course, dig more into uh, the discussion around said commentary, and we can also, I I want to discuss, you know, a few favorite uh, DW commentary memories personally, because there, there are several good ones certainly to choose from, and a few that jump to my mind right away, so we're going to... Step aside, take a quick commercial break, and when we return, more about the broadcasting career of Daryl Waltrip. This is Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career, back after this. 
Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in, you need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. So... As we come back from commercial break, Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Chris Murdoch uh, hiding back there and maybe at some point might offer their opinions if we feel so inclined. This sure. is Motorsports Madness powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Hey, Tom. Hey, what? What if, I, horses. <laughs> what if oh. I want to be an IT professional? Ah, uh, you got no chance. Not a thing at all. <laughs> well, you're probably right that I don't, but <laughs> say I know somebody that wants to be an IT professional. I feel like we know some people that can help. How how do we, yeah, we what do, do we tell them to do? Well, it it's pretty simple, really. What you do is you send them to mycomputercareer.edu. They have a free career evaluation that you can take on that website. Again, free, no obligation. And if they decided that they wanted to pursue that career, they could become an IT professional through mycomputercareer.edu in as little as four months. Just four? Four. Little as four. You don't even have to do it full time, two to three times a week online or one of their seven campuses across the country. It's all you got to have. It's all you got to do. It's hard work. But once you have the qualifications, they work with hundreds of employers 
So you have a good chance of getting a job right straight out of mm-hmm. the training. And, of course, in order to get in, it does cost some money. They have financial aid available if you qualify, including the GI Bill as well. So they make it about as easy as they can. It's pretty simple. What you do is go to mycomputercareer.edu, and you take the free career evaluation test if you want to go further and you actually decide that this is what you want to do. It's great for a first career or a career change. Over 2 million jobs in the industry unfilled right now in this country. So a lot of opportunity, and it's a great opportunity to change careers and to do something that's exciting and will be a part of what's going on here in the U.S. and even mm-hmm. abroad for a long, long time. It's a definitely still an emerging industry. So mycomputercareer.edu, we want to thank those folks for their support of, um, of what we do yep. here at uh, Race Chaser Radio for sure. So this is me paging Randy and Chris. Get the producer mic ready because I'm going to go around the table here in a minute. So just, just be, be prepared for that. It didn't take very long to get it ready. Are you literally going to go around the table, or you're just going to pass the conversation? I, I'm, I'm going to pass the conversation oh, right. around the table. I, I, I'm kind of connected to a chord. I thought here. maybe we were going to do musical chairs or something. I'm not that good. I, it, listen, I'm uncoordinated. Musical chairs <laughs> is not my game. All right. I mentioned it during the last segment, and I want to talk a little bit more about it in this one. So, favorite. Daryl Waltrip Fox Broadcasting Memory, and I'm not even going to start because, well, it's my show and I feel like going last. So, Tom, you start. Oh, boy. Which one do I pick? Um, you know, it's hard because there, the, the first one that jumps out at me is actually the Kurt Busch and uh, Ricky Craven finish. Oh, of course. Have you ever? No, I've never. Yeah. I mean that that was that moment because that was a good old that last couple laps was a good old short track smackdown is what that was. Those two guys, I mean, they're banging off each other, banging off the wall, whatever. It was a crazy finish, and I just I thought that that whole booth played that perfectly. That one probably stands out more than any, but. I think the other one that also comes to mind is his call of Mikey winning that first Daytona 500 in 2001. As tough as that day was. As tough as that day was. And, you know, anybody who thought that was inappropriate or or whatever, um, well, we could just disagree because I loved it when Ned Jarrett was able to do it. Thank you. For Dale. Twice, as a matter of fact. Um, And Daryl, obviously, that wasn't planned. And given the situation that developed there on that last lap and everything that was going on, I thought Daryl handled it with with just a, a, a great dignity. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it was he was you, you could tell that it was authentic. He was, yes. you know, excited for Michael, worried about Dale. And, and um, you know, that again, I just think that defines who Daryl is. Daryl, like Daryl or not like Daryl, Daryl was never not Daryl. No. Exactly. Everything in, I mean, Dave Moody pointed that out in his yes. in his column this week. Everything you got out of Daryl Waltrip was authentic Daryl Waltrip. And I can speak to that, Jacob, because for for a number of years, I actually was friends with his middle brother, Bobby. And, he, mm-hmm. and Bobby and I announced several kart races together. Um, and Bobby was just like Daryl when it came yep. to, the, you know, on the, you, what you got was genuinely them. Them Waltrip boys call you know? it like they see it. Randy. Yeah. Well, for me, and, and Tom kind of, you know, played off the, the fact, too, the, the thing that sticks out of my mind the most is, is him calling Mikey's win at the, in the Daytona 500. Um, it, it being his first year behind the booth and having to deal with 
his brother winning the race, but at the same time, you know, worried about him, essentially his best friend and, you know, his condition too. And, and just the emotion in his voice, both, you know, on both sides of the spectrum and having to deal with that on live TV um, just made me respect him so much more because not an average person wouldn't be able to, to do what he's been able to do in the last, you know, 17, 18 years. But just on the very first broadcast, having to deal with that is just simply amazing. Yep. Christopher, I'll, I'll stall long enough for Christopher to walk over there. I, I guess for me, it's more of a personal thing because as, as Jacob and Tom know, when we're at a racetrack, I'm on pit road or the pit wall at some point, uh, more often than I am in the media center. Um, and for me, it's, it's just how nice of a person he is. I mean, when they, you see on the Fox broadcast, when they do the pre-race and they're standing on pit road, uh, I've been there when they're doing some of that stuff. And as they're walking by, Daryl will joke with anybody that's standing around or he'll, he'll mess with anybody. He's just the nicest guy you could ever talk to when they're just sitting around, you know, waiting to come back from commercial. So mm-hmm. I think for me, it's more of just how, how down to earth and how great of a person he is and, and how he, he doesn't, he doesn't put his nose in the air to anybody. You could just be standing there and he'll talk to you. So for me, real quick, favorite broadcast memory of Daryl is not actually 2001. It's actually the 10-year anniversary of 2001 when the Truck Series opener at Daytona in 2011 fell on the same day as Michael's first 500 win. They brought Daryl back in the booth alongside uh, Rick Allen and Phil Parsons, and Daryl again called Michael home that night and oh, for that's me right, the truck race, yeah. I I pick that one over 2001 because 2001 was overshadowed by so many negative emotions just from the situation that happened. I felt like there was a lot of additional purity in that 2011 win and maybe some extra healing too that that just couldn't have been there in 2001 because at that moment that the checkered flag waved on that day, we didn't know you know, what was going to transpire in the hours to follow. So uh, just the fact that everything was able to come full circle on that night, for me, sticks out as one of my all-time favorite memories of, of Daryl in the broadcast booth. And I think, too, uh, you know, to circle back to 01, that very next week at Rockingham when he and Mike Joy called, uh, called Steve Park home, at Rockingham, that's another one that that sticks out as a favorite, just for what that one meant to the sport, not just you know, not just to Fox, but to the entire sport as a whole. And now, Tom, I know we, you know we want to get in this while we have a couple minutes left too. But dear all those who are criticizing Daryl Waltrip, shut up. He's earned the right to go out on his own terms. Number one, number two, I. <sighs> Sorry, I really wish I, I... I don't like calling people out, but considering she did it, the, I'm still bothered by how... Not that Jenna Fryer had her opinion, because everybody's entitled to their opinion. Absolutely. But how she presented yeah. the opinion, it was very scathing. And for somebody who's a NASCAR Hall of Famer, who's given the better part of 60 years of his life 
to the sport and who's done and meant everything that Daryl has done and meant to this sport, it just bothered me, the presentation. You don't just you don't just attack somebody that's done everything that he's done and given as much of himself as he has. Well, you know, Kenny Wallace put a video out this morning and said she ought to be ashamed of herself. I agree. Yeah. And let me, I mean, I was pretty harsh on Monday night. I'm going to try to be a little bit more um, logical and, and just to explain my, my two cents here. Um, my deal on this isn't that, like you said, she had an opinion. She has a right to have an opinion. She has a right to express her opinion. But here was my thought on this. Number one, the, the media sometimes, I'm sure us included, we all sometimes start to think that it, Everybody is just waiting with bated breath to hear what we have to say. The truth is, uh, you know, we have an audience and our audience is actually a pretty sizable one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'm thankful for that. And I bless every one of them. And, and it's humbling to, be, to, to have that. But at the end of the day, Jenna's defense of her column for saying that every sport has somebody who critiques broadcasts and TV people that cover the sport or do the sport or announce the sport and saying that, you know, she's basically doing that for NASCAR. Number one, who appointed you? And number two, why now? Why didn't you just write a column that basically generalized your opinion that you think that broadcasters and TV people should do A, B, and C and instead of making the whole thing a hit piece that focused 98% of its energy on DW. That's mm-hmm. my that's my problem with this. I think it was very arrogant of her and 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 I don't believe that Jenna Fryer has the background in the sport and and has been around the sport from the ground up. I don't think she's paid her due to, paid her dues enough to write a column that's critical of a legend of the sport in the way that she wrote it. Um so my feeling is that it was too mean, it was too targeted, and it was it was horrible timing. Yeah, you know, given that DW is basically on his way out, we knew that. Yeah. Um, do I think that maybe we could use a different type of presentation? Well, maybe. But there's a lot of people that like Daryl. I personally love Daryl. I knew what I was getting from Daryl. I thought it was very down home. It was a link to the to the part of the sport and the 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 time of the sport that to me was the best. Right. Um, you know, but I just thought it was uncalled for. Uh, and I thought she, she just presumes way. I think Jenna presumes way too much sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, if the associated press wants her to be their mouthpiece, fair enough. But, you know, think about what you're writing and why you're writing it. I don't think any of us in the media ought to be assuming that we're bigger than the sport or have that right to demean somebody who's given more to the sport in the last 20 minutes than we ever will. Absolutely. And that was my, that was my thought on that. And I wanted to, I wanted to just go back. Mm-hmm. I thought of another quick DW moment. Oh, good. It was in 2001, and it wasn't at Daytona. It was the week after at Rockingham. Hey, you remember that they race. had DW do the prayer. Do the prayer, yes. And that, yes. to me, is where DW basically, that, that he, he's a very Christian man. He's a very... Uh, godly man in DW handled, <clears throat> excuse me, handled a very tough moment about as gracefully as you could ask for anyone mm-hmm. to handle it. I think he was the perfect person to do the prayer that day. And 
you know, again, to me, Daryl stands out as somebody who's always tried to hype up the sport. Yes. As opposed to tearing it down. And regardless of whether you liked his particular style or not or his shtick, as far as I'm concerned, God bless the man. I wish him nothing but the best in retirement. And we can talk later about who we'd like to see replace DW because we all, I know, have some ideas on that. All I got to say is it's a good thing Fox ends in wine country because I think that last race is going to be one heck of a party. No, I didn't think about that. And with that, we're going to step aside. When we return, we'll close off the first uh, portion of this show and get ready for the second portion. Motorsports Madness continues after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, I'm Spencer Davis, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Well, 
There's one of the combatants that's going to be uh, tackling the high banks at Bristol this oh, weekend, yes. and we're going to Bristol, get ready baby. to hear from another one in a couple of minutes because Chase Cabry just uh, entered our midst and yes. will be sitting down with us in the second hour of our show, which is coming up not very long away. For those of you who missed, uh, have missed what we've talked about with regards to DW uh, and his retirement, we'll have more conversation about that later in the Indeed. show. And of course, you can watch it. Go back and rewatch it later. Indeed. We also have to talk about the, uh, you know, in a little bit more depth. We talked about it with Ben Rhodes a little bit when he was on the uh, hotline with us not too long ago, but the schedule changes for the Xfinity Series yes. and the Gander Outdoors Truck Series for 2020 because there's a lot of excitement there that I'm really looking forward to, including the uh, date swap to allow the trucks back at Richmond and Xfinity coming back to Martinsville. Yeah, that's going to be fun. It's going to be neat to see the Xfinity cars at Martinsville. Um, and I think the other thing I'm excited about is what we talked about with Ben Rose in the opening segment. There's the, the five-class, five-division Pocono Raceway show next year. You're going to have ARCA on Friday, and you're going to have Trucks, Trucks and Cup, and on, cup Saturday, on Saturday, and Xfinity, Xfinity and, and Cup, cup on, on Sunday. Sunday. Five yep. classes, one ticket price at Pocono in 2020. That is going to be an outstanding show. Two doubleheaders with Trucks and IndyCar next year, Texas yes. and Gateway. Yes, that and the Gateway news was just announced about yes. maybe an hour before we went on the air that yep. the Truck Series race, which will be the opening race of the playoffs in 2020, will be paired with the IndyCar Series. Previously, it was the NASCAR K&M Pro Series East-West Combo Race yeah. that was paired with IndyCar at Gateway. So. All of that, very exciting, lots to look forward to. We'll get to that in a little bit. As we mentioned, Chase Cabry has uh, entered the building and will be talking with us coming up as we start the second half of our show, and there's a lot of good things there. He's been on the dirt a little bit already this year. He's had Back a, on the a, dirt. Yeah, back on the dirt. Yeah. He's had a K&N Pro Series East race under his belt at New Smyrna and getting ready to have a second one under his belt Bristol. at Bristol Motor Speedway this coming weekend where, uh, you know, his, his brother didn't win on the concrete at Bristol, but his brother won on the concrete at Dover. And we sure know did. Rev Racing is very strong on those style of racetracks. So look forward to talking with him about that right now, though. We're going to duck away to a break. The second half of Motorsports Madness rolls when we come back. So don't go anywhere. We're growing like crazy and need account reps who know their way around agencies, the Internet, and social media. Got connections? Or do you know how to get to the decision makers? Are you fearless? We need you. Internet radio, or as we call it, wireless mobile radio, is rapidly becoming the place to be with almost limitless income potential. So contact us to get involved with the fastest growing professionally produced group of internet radio stations in the world. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or you can email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it. Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of 
persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. Strutmasters.com is the proud sponsor of NHRA top fuel driver Clay Milliken. If you own a luxury car or SUV, eventually your high-tech suspension system is going to fail. And when it happens, call or click strutmasters.com for an American-made suspension conversion system that solves the problem for a fraction of what you'd pay at the dealer. And the only thing faster than the service you'll get at strutmasters.com is Clay Milliken stomping on that loud pedal. Hi, I'm Sheldon Creed, and you're listening to Race Talk on Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. See, we're kind of back to the uh, spring break theme. Yeah, yeah. Miami and March. Trombones and Miami. Yeah, <laughs> the only thing we're, we, we're missing is Jimmy Buffett and a parrot. <laughs> and maybe some margaritas. <laughs> well, we, we may be missing all of that, but what we're not missing is uh, a guest in our third chair. Chase Cabry's back. Yeah, good to see Chase. Good to have Chase back on the show. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been, uh, I'd say, two years. I was looking actually through uh, some old pictures and, and came up with the last time that I was sitting in this room. And that was with my brother. So, uh, That's good to be right, back. it was. Gosh. Oh, wow. At the, at the little round table. I remember that you came. Yes, we did have you in That was really the, the last time. time you. Wow. I we're, thought we had you we're on one slacking. other time after that. But <laughs> yeah, it's, wow, it's, been, it's a while. been a while. Yeah. I got brought in by a nice jingle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, well, we're, you know, we try to try to step up every once in a while. And we, uh, we, brought, we brought the house for you tonight. So you're. You're going into what year three with, yeah, third with Rev? year, third, third year. year. And that, you realize that makes him old, right? <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like the Morgan Shepherd of the Canon series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, or at least Rev Racing. I mean, y- how old are you now? Twenty two. Twenty two, and you're like you're like the big brother of the uh, the staff. The, the, the problem. Well, the problem is not only is Ruben Garcia older than Chase, oh, he's also right. taller than Ruben. Chase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. And it, you don't really notice it until we get next to each other, and you realize that he's oh. like a giraffe and. <laughs> <laughs> for all the Ruben Garcia fans out there, Chase wasn't being insulting, just funny. No, you you, you need and, to see and the, accurate. Yeah, yes, yeah. you know you need to see those two next yeah. to each other at the racetrack, and you'll know how funny they can be. Now, here's here would be my question right off the bat here because anytime don't, don't wind him up too far. Well, anytime <laughs> we're you're going into Bristol, I, I would think that there's a little extra sense of anticipation and excitement because of all the tracks on the circuit i would think bristol is the one that would be uh and, and you got about 30 seconds i would think bristol's the one to be, that that's really the track yeah bristol is it's tough it's extremely tough uh because you know not only are you racing at a, at a really high level but you have the cup guys there you got the xfinity guys there you got to be on your a game uh and it hasn't been a track that's been a, a you know, a good thing to me in the past, but uh, hopefully this year we'll turn it around. We'll talk more about that on the other side of this break because you've got two chances to try and yes. tame Bristol this yeah. year, which is a huge deal for you guys in the K&N series. More with Chase Cabry as we roll into the second half of our show coming up right after this. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Chase Cabry, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now, back to the show. Who's that guy? <laughs> I don't know. What did it, you get that voice? Sounds you, a lot two like two years you. ago. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think that was the real the... Chase Cabry is actually sitting right <laughs> next to I think that was the awards banquet, if I'm not mistaken, the year my brother ran Cannon his first year. Yes, and I wasn't. I was. You I weren't even racing models. then. It was running yeah. late models. wasn't running nothing. You were and uh, and I think that was the first. The first. I think time what I said I, that. I'm trying to figure out what's more scary the fact the fact that he actually jumped when we did that or the fact that he remembers when I took. it. <laughs> <laughs> so before we it, always but, love yeah. it when we can get the guests to bring right. themselves back exactly uh, yeah, yeah. before before <laughs> he le- before out. he leaves tonight we're gonna have new ones done yeah. so don't worry about yeah, that we'll just do them live. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're you're probably the one person I might trust to do that. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Valid. I've known Chase too long. Valid. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness Power. By mycomputercareer.edu. We're having fun because Chase Cabry's in the house. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and Chris Murdoch are punching buttons back there in the tech shed on pit road, whatever you want to call it. That's where they are. And <laughs> we're going to Bristol this weekend, or at least I'm going to Bristol. Chase is going to be racing at Bristol, and you've had a couple opportunities, but this is the first year that if this one doesn't go according to plan, you get a redo in August, which I'm sure has to be a good feeling for you. But at the same time, it's also one of those you want to do well now so that you don't have to 
you know, stress about coming back and making up for the one that got away. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really want to look at it that way, considering the fact that we're going after a championship. you got to be good every single race. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're behind the eight ball right now. New Smyrna didn't go as planned. Speed-wise, it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, just had a, a malfunction, and, and uh, unfortunately, that one slipped through our fingers. And uh, it was kind of a tough one to bite because we did lead a lot of laps. Um, I say a lot. We let it, you know, a decent amount of the chunk that I was in the race for. And uh, and then, you know, just kind of rode in second, just ride and saving tires. And, and next thing I know, I was looked like a rolling chimney. So, um, <laughs> rolling chimney. Yeah, it was it was smoke blowing yeah. everywhere. I come back by the front straight. I was like, who's laying that smoke? And I'm like, hey, that's you laying that smoke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> this is a no-smoking facility. Yeah. Did you know that? I, I, I do know that Chase probably killed every uh, mosquito within yes. 10 miles of New Smyrna. Yeah, so if anybody was there, you can just send – all the fan mail uh, thank you letters to my house for for no mosquitoes that night. Yeah. Um, rear gears, rear gear seal. Was that uh, a was? rear end seal. Rear yes. end seal. Yep. I, I knew it was it. So, was something back there. One of those five dollar parts that th- those are the ones that bite the worst. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's never the most expensive thing. It's always like the the two dollar part. It's like, hey, this paper clip didn't hold the paper today. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much how it goes. Uh, but yeah, Bristol this weekend. Um, like I said, has not been a good place for me in the past. Um, two years ago, we were just uh, just not good. Mm-hmm. And then last year, uh, wrecked actually, and uh, had to go to a backup and um, blew the motor in that. So uh, has not been something that that's been been one of my uh my favorite places to go but uh hopefully we'll turn it around this year i got a new crew chief and heck new smyrna wasn't a good place for me in the past and it happened to be a good place for well me this year. and see there's some mentality involved here because you know daryl altrup's retiring so he's kind of in the news today and he he will tell the story i've heard him tell it several times kelly arborough hated bristol and he never won there so when daryl came to cup he decided he was gonna love bristol he won 12 races so there's kind of one. Of, it's sort of a mentality. You got to just decide. I love this place, and I'm going to go have a blast here. Right. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and... places that you have confidence that you you run good. And uh, I was telling one of my buddies after New Smyrna a couple weeks after, and uh, we were in the gym, and he we were just talking. He's like, I told him, I said, I'm, I think I'm in the best shape I've ever been in my life as far as you know physically in shape, uh, but mentally uh, just more confident. And uh, the program that which we got going right now, I got Doug Howe. I mean, if if you don't know the name Doug Howe as a crew chief, you know, I, I don't think you've ever watched a sport because, I mean, at the K&N series yeah. level, he's mm-hmm. one of the all-time greatest. Uh, and so to have him behind me uh, this year and, and setting up the race cars, like I said, I, I have a lot of confidence and, you know, running the Tulsa shootout on dirt and, and running well at that, it just, you know, it's all just, you know, seeming to come together this year and, uh, I said this is going to be the year we're going to do it, so let's go get it. You're you got back on dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got back Think about on that dirt. a little bit. Yeah, so um, I'd say about a about a year ago, I uh, I told my dad, hey, let, what do you think about getting a dirt car again? You know, let, let's do it. Let's go have some fun again. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, that sounds like a good idea. Um, I think it'd be fun. So uh, we did some things and and put together some so way to come up with the money to get the race car and. Um, I didn't really, I, not in the past, I didn't know much about how to set them up and, 
uh, just took a lot of time of learning and I took the car to pieces down to a bare frame and, and built it myself and with the help of the guys from Rev as far as, you know, fabrication and stuff like that and I uh, was able to put together an entire car myself and went to the Tulsa Shootout, which is the biggest race of the year. Yeah. There's 1,200 entries, uh, locked into two A mains, and uh, ran fourth in the one and, and was running eighth until I blew up in the other one. But it uh, was, was really cool to be there, one of the 13 drivers that was there that locked into two classes. So uh, it, was, it was really cool to, to be a part of that and, and to run as well as we did. It's for, I know for you, you call being back on the dirt you know, have called it in the past your golf game. Has that been, you know, relaxing a little bit more at ease to be in a race car a little bit more? Yeah, uh, just being on dirt, I really love it. I really do. And um, and to go back and, and race against some of the guys that I grew up racing up mm-hmm. against uh, and just to go have fun. You know, it's, you know, you go to a K&N race, it's so stressful. Sometimes you forget to enjoy it. Uh, and I think that's something else that I've, that I've focused on a lot this year is, to enjoy it. You never know when this journey ends. So, you know, while you're at the racetrack, you know, sometimes things don't go right. And obviously we get mad. We're drivers. We get heated. Uh, but you got to enjoy the moments that you get and, and to be a part of it. And go, I'm going to Bristol Motor Speedway. Like, I grew up watching this place. That thing is awesome. I want to go there. And instead of going there like, man, we suck, you know, just to learn to, to live and enjoy it. So uh, to get back on dirt and, and to be able to go out and, and enjoy that racing and run good, uh, it's it's been fun and, and relaxing. What's the dynamic been like at Rev this year, uh, slimming down to just the two full-time cars in the E-Series for you and Ruben? I know Ernie's still a part of the program, but it, it seems maybe a little more focused this year? Yeah, uh, definitely. I think so. You know, going down two cars has helped us out a lot. Um, I think that it you know, made it to where we can have a little bit more, uh, as you said, focus uh, per team. And, and I think it's going to show this year. And, you know, we went out and showed it at New Smyrna. And um, I think Bristol will be the same way. We got some really good resources in the shop. Steve Plattenberg's on the six car again. Uh, he's been an Xfinity crew chief. He's, you know, done. And I've said my spiel about Doug. Um, and I feel like he's, you know, has changed the game for us yeah. at Rev, and and it showed with how well that our our youngest teammate Nicholas Sanchez has been running the late models. I mean, he's been he's been whipping their butts. Yeah, um, Nick's been and good. and you know, so to see him go out to Myrtle Beach and run against guys like Sam Yarborough and yep. uh, and Tommy Lemons, and he's running in the mix with those guys. It's pretty cool to see, and uh, I think overall that it equates to just the amount of attention that we're spending now uh, versus you know, having so many cars. I know you've got Glenn Parker on your crew again this year too, right? Yeah, it's actually a first uh, year with me and Glenn. Um, and he's my car chief. And we've got – he's been in the shop and we get along great. Uh, but he's he was my brother's car chief when okay. he was there for the three years. So uh, I kind of rolled into the, the spot of which my brother was at. And Booker, which Matt Booker was his crew chief, he went to, to the lead role and, and Doug Howe stepped in as a crew chief. So I uh, kind of got the old two team and uh, it's cool to kind of re- live in the shoes of my brother still <laughs> and uh, and to roll along with it. First time you first time that your brother might have actually let you into his shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think it was a matter of let. It just happened. <laughs> it's been fun. So we, we've got more ahead with Chase coming up in this show. Of course, we got a couple segments still to go in this show. We're going to get some schedule conversation in, too, coming up. But right now we're going to do a little bit 
of business because I feel like if we don't, there's a couple water bottles back there that are going to become flying projectiles before too long. Yes. Because Randy's not afraid it's to Probably more like a couple of orange vanilla Coke cans. <laughs> <laughs> Either, well, yeah, Randy or Chris. So with that, we're going to step aside. When we return, Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, continues. Chase Cabry in the house. We'll be back right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Riley Herbst, and you're listening to Race Talk on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, and Chase Cabry, our special guest. They're with your spring break theme. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, okay. We went, te- we went te- <laughs> Sorry. techno. <laughs> it's okay, Randy. Producer just destroyed we needed the spring break theme. <laughs> We needed something different. Uh, Chris Murdoch is also hiding back there punching buttons as we continue to uh, 
talk racing with Chase and uh, dig in because Chase ceremoniously reminded us that it's been two years since he's been in the building. Yeah. I know. He's glaring at me. It's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> is Chris, this is a little off topic, is Chris Murdoch related to Johnny Murdoch? This, the, no. You know, the, the legendary. No relation. <laughs> no. On. No. no. It, it would have been cool. You could have just said yes for the time being. <laughs> he probably <laughs> is now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might be now. I mean, he might be able to learn a there thing or two about racing. There might be a Johnny Murdoch somewhere in the family tree, but it's probably not that one. <laughs> Uh, so if we're talking about you obviously you got back on dirt a little bit and we were discussing that earlier you were telling us during the break you've got a 10,000 to win race coming up in indiana a month the uh non-wing world championship is uh up in indiana it's in peru indiana at a track called circus city yeah uh it's a really really small tight little place and uh i want to say it's three nights of racing um or four nights I don't even know, uh, but it's a pretty cool event uh, that they've run, I think, two years, one or two years, and uh, we're going to go, I think it's the second annual this is going to be, uh, we're going to go up and, and test our luck in it, see if we can compete with uh, with those guys, and um, it's a little bit different, you know, than you know than anything else I've done. The Tulsa Shootout kind of represents the format, but the format of uh, this non-wing world championship is completely different, so, um, you know, you're... At the shootout, you have a chance to, you know, not not that you could luck into to making the show, but you can. Uh, you can, you know, you if you line up in your heat race and you have eight other guys that have never been in a 600, they're like, hey, let's just go race this race. Like, I, for instance, Carson Hosevar, uh from yep. – he runs late yep. Midwest. He, yep. he just decided I, – I think he's run one like once. Let's go race the Tulsa shootout. And if you, you have – he did well, but if you have eight guys that have never done it, right. you can take advantage of it. Where if you go to this non-wing world championship, there's not 1,200 entries. There's you know, maybe, I want to say, 150 or so. So you're racing against better guys every right. step. You know, Your heat right. race is against really good guys. And if you pull the pill where you start eighth in your heat race and you have you know, Frank Flood and Jason McDougal and you know, you know, seven other guys that it's a tough really deal. know what they're yeah. doing, you might you – know, you, You've tested your luck the wrong way. Right. <laughs> you might go back to that field jargon. <laughs> so I dug up some quick information. May 22nd through the 25th, it's actually four days this year uh, at Circus City Speedway. Yeah. That's Circus with an S. And any track that has the word circus in it automatically makes me excited. <laughs> they, need, they need a Ferris wheel. Yeah. Um, We're so going to try to flex our muscles up on exactly, the top side. Come exactly. On. Pull out some old Millbridge plow. action. For those yeah. who are, by the way, for those who are fans of the Tulsa shootout, this uh, these are the same micros as the Outlaw non-wing class yep. at the Tulsa shootout. Eighth mile track up there in Peru. Forty grand plus total purse, and as Chase, you mentioned, ten thousand to win. So this is not a small deal. In fact, I would argue probably next to the High Banks Hustle, probably one of the biggest micro races. The certainly the biggest, I'd say, for non-wing cars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a twenty grand to win. It's a wing show uh, in Missouri, I think, like a couple weeks mm-hmm. after that. Um, and I said, if if we win that and, and win ten grand, we're we're gonna go race for twenty grand. Uh, but <laughs> but I, if I'm not gonna, if I don't win it, then you probably won't see me at the twenty grand race. But um, yeah, definitely a big show. I can't wait to get up there. I, I was just telling Tom under the break that I'd build a brand new body for that thing, and uh, with the help of my guys at um, at the shop at Rev. And before Rev, I didn't know how to fabricate it. You know, I couldn't make this paper fold. And uh, and you know, I've 
managed to go there and spend time up in the fab shop. And, you know, that's something else that Rev has, has helped a lot with. Not only am I getting to drive for him and race for him, but it's really family kind of oriented. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we have a chance to, you know, to, to experience everything from fab shop. I do the design work um, and, you know, to learn how to set up race cars and learn everything. And we're there every day. All the, our drivers, yeah. uh, me and Nick and, you know, Brooke, Gracie, Ruben, we're there every single day. And uh, to be able to just be around it and, and learn the different things, you know, there's a lot that you can take out of, you know, maybe you don't become a race car driver, but, uh, and, you know, and later on down the road, but there's, you know, some, some really cool things that you might get to do. So, um, you know, like I said, I, I went back to the fab shop and uh, decided I was going to build myself a new body for that thing. I based it off of Keith Coons midget because obviously they're doing something. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna base it everything off. right, basically. Yeah, and uh, and we're gonna go racing. We'll see how we'll, we'll see how she goes. That's awesome. We Tom actually mentioned it during our last break, and and it's too good of a point to to pass up. I mean, you're as relaxed as I think I've seen you since you jumped up into the K and N Pro Series, and I and you I. I don't think it's quite the word you used, but it's the word that comes to my mind. I feel like you've kind of re reinvented yourself in in a way going into this year it just seems like it's you know reset reload and as you mentioned there's a lot of enjoyment right now with what you're doing especially this season and you know we saw it at Smyrna you had speed and if not for a two dollar part it was gonna pay off right yeah exactly uh when you when you get really amped up and um antsy and I'm gonna go out and win everything you get frustrated, and uh, and that frustration leads to, you know, stuff. You know, maybe you over-tune on the car when you just leave the thing alone sometimes. You'll yeah. be all right. Um, and, you know, you know, you might get to a point where you're like, okay, well, I ran a 50, but he ran a 48. You know, I, I need – something needs to be better. Yeah. It mm-hmm. doesn't turn good enough. And, and you say something that you don't mean, and then next thing you know, you, you get to a race, you're like, I'm way too free. I'm way too tight. I wish I would have just left it how it was yep. two runs ago in practice. Or you get to a practice day and you're so amped to be number one on the board that you end up doing a full circle. You you unload a certain way with this spring, this spring, and this spring, and then you change, 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 and you end up going, let's just go back to the top. Let's restart. It, that's when I felt the best. Yeah. Let's just restart. And, and then you overwork your crew, and they're like, man, this kid – He's killed me today. Like, yeah. you know, at the, in the end of the day, they're working. It's their job. You don't want to work any harder at your right. job than you have to. Right. And, uh, and be able to step away as, uh, as a crew member uh, when I go to the late model races, I'm able to see that side of it. Like, give us good feedback that we're able to, you know, not work so hard uh, as opposed to, you know, just like I said, just blabbering something because you're not getting it and you're not going faster. So you right. just want to keep talking. Uh, so, so like I said, you know, being able to, to kind of step back and, and relax is, uh, I think it'll be something that's beneficial. We'll find out. Sometimes I feel like it's a case of remembering that it's not just the competition you're competing against. You're competing against yourself. And it's easy to psych yourself out. You know, and get to the point where you're so worried about what everybody else is doing that you forget to just focus what's in front of you. Yeah. And it, it just feels to me like it's a combination of maturity for you and also just being in a position where 
you've now understood that there, as much as you, I know that you have the same dream everybody else does to go race cars and whatever, there's life beyond motorsports. Motorsports is a part of life, but it's not all there is to life. And even with you going and playing with a dirt car now, it just, you've got a completely different mentality <laughs> and it shows, yeah. it shows and that's great. Yeah, no, I like, just like what I was saying, it's, it's a matter of uh, just, just stepping, just kind of s- settling down a little bit yep. instead of being so gung ho and, and crazy. You kind of just take a, a step back and realize, you know, that, Hey, let's, let's have fun. Right. Let's, let's really enjoy this. You know, what we're yep. doing is cool. Um, you know, I wouldn't be sitting in a building talking on a radio show. Not the average kid doesn't get to do that. Exactly. Um, and, and so, yep. you know, we're just able to go out and, and turn left at a really loud noise and a really loud, a really fast speed. And not everybody gets to do that. So uh, to just enjoy it, it's been mm-hmm. pretty cool. That's awesome. Looking at the field this year, and we got a couple minutes left in this segment, but I feel like the diversity of field this year has been something that I've enjoyed seeing. I mean, you've got a fellow dirt guy in Max McLaughlin who's in the field as a rookie this year. Tanner Gray, who came over from NHRA. You've got somebody like Riley Herbst, who's been as high as the Xfinity Series, coming back down to run a a DGR entry this weekend at at Bristol. Um, Sam Mayer, who came out of late models. Raphael Lassard, you know, the Canadian – this year's field, even though it's kind of changed up from Smyrna, it's it's been seems to me it's been fun. The diversity and how different of walks of life and walks of racing all of you guys have come together in. But it was great competition so far. Yeah, uh, Max is a really good friend of mine. Uh, I talk to him probably every day, and uh, and so from him from the dirt side, for him coming over to the pavement side, you know, just trying to learn it. I, I went through that kind of transition, and it sucks. It's hard to learn to to make that transition and to say, okay, yeah, my my car's pretty good, but mm-hmm. will it last 150 laps? No, I need to make it here. You know, I don't need to be perfect on lap. You know, in a two lap stand, and I it's need not to be, a sprint race. Right. It's a right. You know. So you know where Max is, you know, hammered down at the fence at Millbridge on Wednesday nights for 20 laps. You know. A, a, that that step of learning what it takes to go fast for 150 right. yep. is yep. something that you have to learn. And, and I think, uh, you know, kids like Drew Dollar showed phenomenal speed. I mean, it was his first race. He led a lot of laps. But at the same time, he ended up getting beat out, you know, just on not knowing what it took to go mm-hmm. 150. Right. You know, he knew what it took to go 75. He didn't know what it took to go 150 yeah, and, exactly. and once he figures it out he'll definitely be fast uh he's a good kid uh but you know like i said there's the competition and being the like you said the Elder veteran Statesman, of the yeah. of the series you know going to bristol did i run good in the past no but have i run there yes yes 90 you know, exactly. of the field hasn't even been there they're gonna get there in our 50 minute practice that we have yeah. for first pra- opening practice they're gonna be like Am I in turn three? I'm going to have you hold that thought, Chase. We're going to step aside. More Motorsports Madness right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
automotive technicians, and auto service trainees. How would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace, Ian one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Zane Smith, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. That's my like ACDC action. Yeah, right? right? Yeah, we, 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 See, we, we dialed it up the last part of the show. Sometimes. Yeah. Zane Smith is racing at Bristol on Saturday in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Yes, he is. Oh, by the way. Uh, actually, he was another one. He and Noah Gregson and Chase, of course, decided to all show their faces at Millbridge on Wednesday night. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. Millbridge, uh, I mean. You never are are we ever going to see you back in an outlaw cart? We, uh, we, sooner than you think. So. Oh, boy. You'll, you'll that's see. That's a yes. That's you'll a, yeah, that's out. a yes. You'll find out soon. It May? Was, oh, wait, no. It's supposed to have been last, supposed to have been last night. <laughs> uh, but, uh, the motor wasn't done, so. Ah. Good. Ah, I like that. Sooner than later. Good, good, good. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, by the way. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Chase Cabry on this side of the camera. The other side is where Randy Miller and Chris Murdoch are keeping us in line, mostly. I want to point out that I went from and special guest Chase Cabry to and now I'm just and Chase Cabry. Well, I I called you special twice. We downgraded you. Well, (laughs) see, but special has so many different meanings. We're trying to I can't live up to that all the time. Yeah. (laughs) It's yeah, only, it's a part-time we, thing. If we call you special time, too much, okay. people will think you ride the short. We used to ride the short bus or something, right. so we don't want to yeah, do that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of just we called you special a couple times. Now you're just chased. <laughs> All right. So during this segment, we're going to shift gears Colin's a little bit. Brother. Yeah. Well, he's been called Colin's kid brother a little too much. I'm sure during his life. <laughs> yeah. He wants to be Chase and not 
you know, Colin's brother. I thought that was my name for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, is my name Chase or Colin's brother? I'm not sure. Let's talk scheduling and specifically the announcement of the 2020 uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series and Gander Trucks schedules for the, uh, not this season, or, not, wow, I'm, yeah, not this season, but next season. That's correct. There we go. I'll get it right eventually. Good news for the Xfinity Series. We're going back to Martinsville. Good news for the Truck Series. We're going back to Richmond. Yes. And both of them have been off the schedule for more than a decade. I think it's huge. I love the willingness by ISC and both tracks in Virginia to uh, be agreeable to the date swap for the two series to allow it to happen. More short tracks is always a good thing. Yes. And I think there's another sh- there's another division coming to Martinsville, but I don't know if we want to talk about that yet. Well, there's speculation. Everybody's hopes and prayers and dreams are hanging on the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour coming back to Martinsville. However, I have heard rumors up e- even as far as you know as early as today that there has already been a test of another series at Martinsville, <coughs> ARCA, NARCA, yeah. And that that will be the support division. There will be an announcement coming in the next couple of weeks on what division will officially support the night Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race at Martinsville next May. Please modify it. Please modify it. Please modify it. Yeah, I mean, even if they're bringing <laughs> Arca to do that. Arca. There's a chance I might be able to still. There's a chance we'll be running that. So oh, I'm gonna right. Pray. Oh, I'm going to do so backflips for, for Arca. Chase wants an Arca race at Martinsville you, because then he can chase a clock. But would you, would you rather race a modified if you had the chance or Arca? Which would you rather drive if you had a chance to drive either one? It's a tough choice, isn't it? I mean, it depends on the track. I feel like at Martinsville. Okay, at Martinsville, I want to run an ARCA car. Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. You got fenders. It's, it's Martinsville. It's Martinsville. <laughs> I want to be in the Oh, I see how this goes. He wants to rough people up. That's what he <laughs> I wants I want to get do. down in the corner and, you know, get up under somebody. I, you know, modified, kind of limited. You know, uh, you have, I don't know. They you do have a pretty Bart. good job of banging off each other <laughs> sometimes. Um, but they'll remind you quick who's But awesome. modified yeah. at, like, Loudon, that's awesome. I, I, yes, it is. I would modify. I jump through awesome. hoops to go run that. That is that is awesome. Yeah. They get down yeah. straight away. They bump draft and they're like slide job on pavement. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, that looks really really cool to go run. Yes. So chain twenty twenty calendar obviously uh, you know a lot of change. Of course, the triple header weekend at Homestead moving up to mid March. We talked about that a little bit earlier in the show. Yep. Uh, you've also got. The last cutoff race in the playoffs is now a Martinsville triple header weekend for all three series. So the final two races of the year, Martinsville and Phoenix for trucks, Xfinity and cup. And I think that's huge when you look at the context of the schedule, a short track to decide the final four and then a kind of short track to decide the championship. What's not to like? Well, I just worry. The only thing I worry about is, you know, November in Martinsville, Virginia, can be kind of iffy weather-wise. It can be a little chilly. So you, just, you know, you worry about uh, the weather there, but mm-hmm. the idea is fantastic. It's um, great. And when you look at the playoffs as a whole, you know, you've got Bristol cut off, Roval cut off, Martinsville, Martinsville cut off. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. What more could you ask for if you're a racing fan? It's everything the fans wanted. They got short tracks into and the playoffs. Courses. He rode course yeah. in the playoffs. I mean, it's everything the fans wanted, basically. 
Now that now the only thing we need is, sorry CMS, a permanent road course in the playoffs. Not a not one that we make out of a. Oval. Are you kidding me? That's the coolest. That's See? the coolest road course they run all year. Here's the funny part. This is where Jacob looks at me and kind of shakes his head because I was the guy when the Roval got announced who was like, "This is going to be the biggest disaster in the history of the world." And, and it, made for it, the it best turned race. out to be the best thing that, that that's ever happened. I'm actually liking the Roval being where it is. True. I'm just hoping they don't mess with it. I don't right. want them to modify it. I don't want them to make it easier. I want the exact same course we had last year. Um, There's not been any talk of changes. Because that presented a unique challenge. It did. And I like that the Roval only happens one time a year. So basically there's no, you know, it's going to take yep. a while to get familiar with it. No, I think it's great. I think it's I think it's perfect cutoff. How crazy is the five division card at Pocono in June going to be when you talk about five races in three days? Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, yeah. that, you know, for me as a fan, you know, you, it's one ticket price Bring because it on, Pocono right? announced that they weren't going to raise the price just because they had a second cup race there. Well, if that's the case, you're going to get to see five shows for the price of one cup race. Like that's incredible. If 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 the fans don't go pack the stands for that, I don't know what you know what they want because right. I know Pocono isn't necessarily the, the best, best racing sometimes, but good grief to be a part of all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I would think that that would be the ultimate thing to do for Pocono all in one weekend done. Yes, you know. Now this year again, we point out it's it some of that is because there's the two week break at the end of July for the Summer Olympics, Olympics but. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see that remain that way and it would open up those, those couple weeks to go to some different tracks. If you're going to put new tracks in, that's where you put them, you know, or, you you know, whatever. Or you see, I like the idea of at least leaving that break in the cup schedule because it's so tough for those guys sometimes to be able to see their families for any extent, any extended length of time. I think it was Ben Rhodes that was talking about it on the phone earlier uh, in regards to the truck series schedule for 2020 that it's going to be a lot of smaller breaks in the truck series schedule instead of one or two big breaks right. there for for 2020 so I, I i think you may you know if nascar is agreeable to it consider leaving that break in the schedule just to allow some of those guys a chance to get off the road for a week or so well i agree mm-hmm. and, and we can kind of look chase here because knn has the same scenario right now you start at smyrna and you have like four weeks off or whatever it is before now you're back at Bristol again. Would you rather have more racing at the beginning of the season or are you kind of, are you okay with one week on four weeks off? It's hard because like there's, there's 12 races or yeah, there's 12 races and I don't want a series to be, you know, I start in February and I run 12 weekends and I'm done within, you know, right. I have nothing to do. But do you like the long break or would you I, rather see a couple of wide breaks? Or do whatever? not. I, I absolutely don't like the long break. We raced New Smyrna and it felt like, you know, I had 17 birthdays and then now we're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just, you know, the big break, it kind of like you get going, you know, finally it's off season's done, you know, yeah. all the amps coming, you go race and it's like, Okay, we're going back on off season for two more months, and then now we'll go race Bristol. So, yeah. um, I I wish that we had you know maybe a couple. In, we used to have Greenville that filled yeah. that break a little bit. Uh, now we don't. Um, so 
we haven't had that last year. We don't have it this year, um, but we did have it my first year. Uh, that that Greenville that kind of you know kept kept the mojo rolling. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wish we did have something to kind of fill the holes a little bit. As a fan, I know you know that's been the big conversation on social media uh, in light of all three 2020 schedule announcements. NASCAR was limited in what they could do for 2020 because of the last year of the five-year sanction agreements. With the tracks. But I love their willingness to shake up what they had and try to give the fans what change they could. You know, you've got Daytona being the last race of the regular season on the cup side. You've got Indianapolis July 4th weekend, of course, the night race at Martinsville we already talked about. And then on the Xfinity and Truck Series side, some of the changes, uh, Gateway becoming the first yep. race of the truck playoffs, I think is going to be really cool. That place is awesome. Love that place. Favorite, yeah. favorite place on the schedule. That's right. You far. guys got to, uh, and you'll, you guys will go back there for K&N yep. again this year. Uh, it's a, it's a, a juggle between Iowa and, and Gateway. I really like Gateway. I don't know if it's because we were running so good there. Uh, or, but Iowa's super cool. You get to move around a lot, but yep. Gateway is, is a really cool place, um, especially in the K&N car. It's so hard, and I think that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Uh, I led the first segment, and the second segment, I ran second the entire segment long. At one point, I was a little bit faster than Cole Rouse that was in front of me, and you just couldn't pass because three and four, you got so aerotight, and you could not move, you know, a half a lane up because mm-hmm. the Indy cars had laid so much of their – rubber there that you if you got into that it was like yeah you're holding on for your life so uh you know you had to like do everything you could to to get a nose down or a nose up and and it was it was really hard to pass it made it really fun so kind of last thing here uh, as you mentioned the speed is there all the people are there if you can get the luck there can you contend for a championship? I don't think it's can. I think it's when, like, are we going to do it? And yeah. I think the answer is yes. Um, uh, I said it earlier, this is the year that we're going to do it. And uh, and I don't think anything's going to stop me. I think we got to, you know, just keep our heads pointed in the right direction. I, somebody said, I don't know where I read it. I don't know if it was Twitter or what, but I read something that said, winners and champions don't worry about who's going to the racetrack. They worry about their own stuff. Yep. And uh, I've tried to help my friend. Nick Sanchez with that just kind of, you know, he looks at the entry, you know, who's who's coming? Who's oh, Tom Lim is going to be there? Don't worry about them. Worry about your own car. Right. Uh, and, and when you were going through that schedule, I asked, who's on it? I have no clue. Yeah. I don't care to know. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that, it, you know, just focus in on yourself. You know, there's so many. You know, Obviously, you can talk to some of the guys at the racetrack, sure. but, but be focused. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like, you know, I said, don't look around you. Look in front. Right, exactly. Just pay attention to what you're doing. I know Chase is hoping he's looking out front of a clean windshield on Saturday because that means he's winning a a K&N race. That's a big deal. Oh, but you know if you win, you get a sword, right? Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. (laughs) I'll come in here and do pigeon dances with yeah, it. Yeah, if, if, if you win, you got to bring that in here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you bring it in here, we'll have you back on the show. So <laughs> d- does that go Does that go in your trophy case? Does that go on your bedroom wall? I think it if sleeps next sword. to me. <laughs> uh, and if I roll on it, we have quite a disaster. But I, I think it, it's a little bit of it, – it's, it's kind of the risk I take. Uh, I think it's something that, that means a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so uh, yeah, I think it'll – Definitely a unique trophy, that's for sure. Oh, it's very unique, and that's what's fun. So uh, anybody who pays attention when we have a guest in here is going, you're forgetting something. Don't touch it yet. 
I'm moving it from <laughs> A to B. I'm All not right. going to pass it yet. We have not forgotten about the uh, the end of guest ritual. We'll get to that coming up right after we get to this. Motorsports Madness concludes in just a moment. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I kind of always get excited as to who we're going to have next. I hear the high. We got a whole bunch of new ones we're about to do. He's trying to figure it out. Yeah, Yeah. we got about 15 or 20 more voices to add (laughs) to it. And before you leave, I'll get your new voice to add to it to replace the one from a couple years ago. (laughs) Sounds good. We'll fix that. But we have a ritual. Chase Chase has not been a part of this part yet, but we're going to hand him the Sharpie so he can... uh, This is our Wall of Fame. For those of you watching on Facebook, you can see this wherever you'd like to put your signature. The Wall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, see, Chase... Okay, make it legible. I like that. Because we've got a lot of different signatures there. I mean, Enzo Fittipaldi is there and... We got yeah. There we go. 
Enzo's kind of E with Fittipaldi. Well, you kind of made it legible. It's kind of legible. It's, it's better. Hey, it's better than best. Sun. No, ch- penmanship is not your strong suit. It's no. a little more legible than Adam. Adam Lemkin put his <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump signature up there. It's he really did. Drew yeah. Dollar. <laughs> Drew Dollar. We talked about him earlier. How yeah. cool would his name how cool would his signature be if he wrote Drew and then put a money sign? Yeah, that's what, I, mean, that's what I would do. I may tell him that at Bristol this yeah, weekend. That would be fun. It's a great fun. idea. Gosh, we got to get out of here. I hate that because I love having – it's been fun having you on. Appreciate <laughs> it, bud. Yeah, I've had a blast being here. Thanks for having me. So for Go in Bristol. We'll get you back. Yes, we will. So for Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Chris Murdoch, uh, back there behind the glass, I'm Jacob Seelman for Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Uh, if you're headed to a racetrack this weekend, have a safe race and weekend, and uh, we might just see you there, folks, till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness with the Race Chaser Online crew. Stay tuned to Performance Motorsports Network for more race talk. For the latest motorsports news, visit racechaseronline.com. Motorsports Madness is a copyrighted production of the Performance Motorsports Network, www.performancemotorsportsnetwork.com. A member of the Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated and may not be rebroadcast, replicated, or saved in any media without the explicit written permission of PMN. Check out our Facebook page or our section in the PMN website. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, co-hosts, and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the management and ownership of either the Performance Motorsports Network or Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated, the advertisers, or the marketing partners. Be listening again next week when the madness returns on Monday night at 7 Eastern. Until then, keep it off the wall and keep the shiny side up. <laughs>